The Nationalist, Tuesday, the 9th of March 2021. Main Stories High number of Carlo males researching far-right topics. Fears over new worrying trend confirmed by online watchdog. Article by Michael Tracy. The rise of the far right has not escaped Carlo, with the county reporting one of the highest rates for online searches of far right and white supremacist material in Ireland, according to new research. Carlo was in the top three counties that had the highest search rates for materials that included propaganda, extremist music, attempts to join or contact extremist groups, and common extremist conspiracy theories. Between September 2020 and February 2021, counter-extremist group Moonshot tracked white nationalist and far-right extremist search traffic in Ireland. What they found was that Dublin had the highest rates of all other counties combined, but it was followed by Carlow and Longford on the basis of population. The study said, although smaller in number than their US or UK counterparts, this analysis reveals that the Irish far-right extremist audience is actively searching for highly niche extremist material which may be the result of a small but dedicated far-right scene in Ireland. Lorcan Thompson, who organised last year's Black Lives Matter rally in Carlow, described the findings as frightening. Mr Thompson, whose mother is from Ireland and his father from the Congo, spoke of his own experience of racism after organising June's protest, which was attended by hundreds in Carlow Town. There were people setting up fake Facebook pages, posting false allegations saying, me and my friends will be coming with our white hoods, started posting Ku Klux Klan pictures calling us black bastards and monkeys. Many of these people were from Carlow Town. One person alleged that Mr. Thompson and his black friends were drug dealers. Mr. Thompson blocked this person on Facebook, but every time he did so, the individual had another profile ready to jumpstart the abuse again. Mr. Thompson believes racism has not increased in recent years, but people are more brazen about it and would openly post racist comments online. The internet has become the Wild West, he said. There's a view that it's the internet, nothing will happen to you. Everybody can post anything, said Mr. Thompson, who believes that websites like Facebook need to act quicker to clamp down on racist comments. The 21-year-old said he does not dwell on the abuse that he receives and believes that responding to racist remarks online could be counterproductive. The more you give light to darkness, it's just going to stay, he said. When you learn to block it out that it's no fault of your own, and that they are pig-headed ignorant, you can sit back and enjoy your life. Traders slam bank over closure of its Tullow branch. Article by Elizabeth Lee. The pending departure of Bank of Ireland from Tullow has been slammed by Developed Tullow Association, DTA, which says the town's businesses and residents will suffer as a consequence. Last week, Bank of Ireland issued a statement that it would be closing certain branches as a response to more people banking online and that it has drawn up an agreement with Unpost for it to take over their banking services in areas affected by the closure. The banks in Tullow and Burris are two BOI branches in County Carlow that will close from September. Members of DTA have written to the bank to express their outrage and to outline their concerns to the bank authorities. 
This decision smacks of little thought or concern for the fact that there is a population of approximately 5,500 in the town alone, the committee said. The fact that Tullow is the second largest town in the county and the third largest in the Carlow Kilkenny district does not appear to be considered either. The letter continues that the bank has let down the people of Tullow just when the committee was trying to attract new businesses into the area. They also argue that not all banking customers want to do their business online, asserting that some people get frustrated with having to deal with faceless bureaucrats who treat people with telephone inquiries with disdain. The DTA members are also concerned about the availability of a cash machine in the town when Bank of Ireland, which has an ATM outside its building, pulls out of town. We appreciate the fact that there is still a very well-run Allied Irish Bank, Credit Union and Post Office in Tullow. However, the fact that service users are being sent to the Post Office, concern has to be expressed as to how all this will be managed. If the cash machine at the Bank of Ireland is decommissioned, what will replace it? There are a few of the machines in existence in the town, some in business premises that will not be available late at night. They have also raised concerns about what will happen to the bank's premises, which is one of the most prominent features in the town's market square. However, the bank has strongly defended its decision to leave Tullow after the Nationalist raised the DTA's concern with them. For a long time, we have kept branches open when the general trend was to reduce them. But how people bank is evolving, and customers are using branches less year on year, said a Bank of Ireland spokesperson. We are making these branch changes in a way that maintains local access to physical banking for those who want it through a new partnership with Unpust. This will allow our customers to make over-the-counter cash and check lodgements and cash withdrawals at over 900 post offices with longer weekday opening hours as well as Saturday opening. The bank said that it also has mobile advisors who can meet customers at their homes or business or virtually at a time and a place that suits our customers. In relation to the bank's premises on Market Square, they said that they would either honour rental agreements or continue to maintain the building until it was ready to be sold. As for the future of their staff, they said colleagues will be offered the option to relocate or apply for a voluntary redundancy scheme. Compulsory redundancy plays no part in this announcement, they concluded. Councillor Patton backs campaign to curb illegal dumping. Article by Suzanne Pender. New laws on the use of CCTV need to be enforced to tackle the scourge of illegal dumping, which is costing millions every year. Councillor William Patton this week called for support for the Labour Party's CCTV bill aimed at tackling the problem of illegal dumping and urged the government parties to lend their support to the campaign by Senator Mark Wall to change the law allowing CCTV to be used by local authorities. There has been a major increase in the volume of illegal dumping throughout the country, and we've seen lots of examples across County Carlow. Since the start of the pandemic, some local authorities have seen a jump of up to 30% in illegal dumping of household waste and household clearouts, said Councillor Patton. Because of a clause in the GDPR rules, local councils can no longer use CCTV or drone footage to prosecute these crimes. Video evidence is by far the most effective tool for prosecuting illegal dumping, 
and funding has previously been given to councils to enhance CCTV and drone monitoring of illegal dumping sites, explained Councillor Patton. Many community groups continue to volunteer to protect their local area by cleaning up illegally dumped waste. Illegal dumping can potentially cause severe problems for people in rural areas, including preventing floodwaters from draining effectively. And Councillor Patton says local authorities must be empowered to address this. The Labour Party has asked the Minister to investigate this, and our Senator Mark Wall brought his bill to change the law to the Shannad on Friday. This will address the concerns around data protection and GDPR. Councils have been authorised by law to allow the processing of personal data, such as the gathering and using of images of identifiable individuals by CCTV, to use as evidence in the prosecution of dumping cases, said Councillor Patton. Illegal dumping is costing our local authorities millions every year, money that could instead be invested into public services, parks and playgrounds. The reality is, being able to identify the culprits through the use of CCTV is a deterrent to this behaviour. Some local authorities are now reporting 40 to 50 incidents of illegal dumping each week. Many of these are at locations which have just recently been cleaned at a cost to us all, he added. The Minister needs to take a common-sense approach to this problem, and a balance between privacy and the common good must be struck. Illegal dumping is a serious issue and a blight on our countryside, and we are calling on the government parties to back the Labour Bill and ensure it passes into law as quickly as possible, concluded Councillor Patton. Mixed Views on Scrambler Bikes Disturbing the Peace Article by Michael Tracy Scrambler bikes have been disturbing the peace for many residents in the Tullow Road area. In recent weeks, the sound of bikes in the afternoon being driven in the field adjacent to John Sweeney Park and more recently on the road beside the Aero Oog GAA Club have caused stress levels to rise for locals. One woman who lives in Willow Park told the Nationalist that it had been a problem on and off for more than a year and a half, but had resumed once again. Since last summer it's been a problem. It can go on for two or three hours in the afternoon and then again in the evening time. During the summer it can go on until 9.30pm at night. I often wondered how did parents with young children cope with the noise of it, said the woman who did not wish to be named. She added, the doors are closed, the windows would be closed and you could still hear it. It is distracting and you can feel the stress levels rise. Last summer, if you wanted to sit in the garden for an hour or two, the noise would be intolerable. The matter was raised at a recent meeting of Carlow Municipal District and social media commentary revealed that it was a divisive issue. Many people believe that the bikes are doing no harm, asking where these young people should go. One Tullow Road resident said on Facebook that he was not one bit tormented by it. It's better the field being used by lads on scramblers rather than the waste ground it has been left in by the council over the past 10 to 15 years. Another man posted, I suppose you'd rather they stay in and read a book or play video games though. How dare they enjoy themselves? Responding to this line, the Willow Park resident said, Age and demographics come into it. When I was younger, I might not have cared what some old biddy up the road thought. It depends on your perspective. 
Of course, young people have to have something to do. But in terms of disturbing people's peace and noise pollution, is that acceptable? I don't know.